Sci-fi. Hey everybody, welcome to Real Life Sci-Fi with Wade and Willie. I'm Wade. I'm Willie. This is a Starburns audio produced podcast. Uh, one believer, one skeptic, and one guest. We've got no, uh, we've got no uh, Apple podcast reviews, so if you have a five-star review, leave it on Apple Podcasts. We'll read it on the air. And subscribe to our Patreons, patreon.com slash real life sci-fi. You get two bonus episodes a week of varying quality. Uh, Willie, what's up? <laughs> oh, not much. Uh, just, you know, I, I luckily get to say that we are happily surviving. The, the, uh, we're very fortunate to be in our situation where we are enjoying the um, quarantine. How about you? How are you doing? Yeah, fine, same, whatever. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's a never-ending nightmare. You might as well just kind of roll with the punches, right? Um, let's welcome aboard the SSRLSF our guest, comedian Ryan Gilderman. Ryan, thanks for being here. Hey, yeah, thanks for having me, guys. I really appreciate it. Um, now you have you yeah. have one of these you have one of these last names. I'll bet a lot of people call you Gilderman, right? Gilderman, Gildy. It's I. Uh, it's it's. It's one of those internal, like, really, that was the best you can do when someone starts calling me Gilderman or, like, Gildy. I'm like, come on, somebody somebody get more creative with it, you know? But you have a last name that begs to be called by your last name. Like, yeah. mine's Randolph. Yeah. Nobody calls me Randolph. Did you play sports? Uh, I've played every sport imaginable, actually, and I've been terrible at every single one. Um, every baseball, basketball, it, I'm just an uncoordinated guy. That's why I got into comedy. So, so, but instead of, so you're used to, instead of Gilderman, you're used to Gilderman. Yeah, it's always, been, <laughs> yeah, it's a very, yeah, it's a very, very stern Gilderman. Come on, Gilderman. Come on, dude. The yeah. Bob. Um, because this is like a conspiracy podcast, uh, of sorts, um, we, we, we do a little test to see sort of where you lie on the belief scale. Um, and it's called, it's called the wow scale. It stands for waiter Willie. It's anywhere from zero to five. If you're a zero, you're more of a Wade. If you're a five, you're more of a Willie. Wow scale. Okay. How many people are you ready? How many people come on this and get like halfway through? Uh well we've we've basically finished it with everybody, but we only started doing Do you it mean do you mean that they get like a half in between a weight and a weight? Yeah, like a three, like a three. Yeah. I don't know, a good a good amount of them, maybe a quarter of them. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's, let's are you ready out. for the wow scale? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. It's only five questions. Don't be nervous. The oh, first no. question. <laughs> is a three-parter. I'll ask, I'll ask yeah, all three okay. parts and then you, you can answer. Sure, sure. Do you believe in aliens? If so, do you believe that they visited Earth? If so, have they visited Earth in the last 300 years? 1A, yes, I do believe in aliens. Um, B... Not too sure. I, I, I would assume that, yes, they have. Um, I just don't think – I think that, like, if anything, it's, it's been an in-the-shadows, behind-a-rock type visit 
just kind of getting an idea of what we, how we live. Um, and, and so to answer part three, it's been, it's definitely been within the last 50 to a hundred years. Or Okay. Sure. Um, just to follow up, do you like, what, what are these aliens that you're envisioning? Are they the stereotypical skateboarder aliens? <laughs> Whether they're green can or you, gray. Can you paint a picture of what a skateboarder alien is? You know, like you'll see a sticker on the bottom of a skateboard, that kind of alien. <laughs> no. With the, with the big okay. eyes know, and stuff. I, 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 it's, yeah, no, I don't think it's like that. I just think that, like, uh, there are, there's, there's got to be other things out there. Like, it, the universe okay. is so big. But yeah, I, so, I, I mean, so you just, you're just sort of saying, like, you believe in aliens because the, the, the other not believing in aliens seems less um, believable. If that makes me more of a willy, I would assume that, yes, that's probably, based on, based on the no, no, but this question, is, I would, <laughs> I would well, assume that. I'm just curious. I'm just curious if like the aliens that you picture are like lizard people or if they're like stereotypical movie aliens. I mean, I feel like an alien could be like just it could be it could be this it could be anything. Like we we don't know. Like I said it's it they're they're hidden behind this the, the rocks. They 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 haven't shown themselves until probably somebody has seen them in my opinion. Um just to kind of like it, they're, they they want to start emulating what we what we become so that one day it's almost like you can't here's tell a, us apart. In my here's opinion. a here's a comment that I've never said before, but I believe, but I've just I never vocalized it. Um, like I do believe in the soul, but I and I also believe that there could be an alien entity that is also like a soul that could visit Earth that we could just never see. Just saying. Okay. I've never, I've never said that before. I'm like, oh yeah, I mean, I believe that. All right, Ryan. Yeah. Let's move on. Don't, don't <laughs> encourage Willie to talk during this part because he'll go on and on and on. Uh, where, where are you from? I'm, I'm from Los Angeles. Grew up, I grew up okay. in like Westwood. Yeah. Okay. Do you believe in ghosts? Um, as much as I'd like not to. Yes, I do. Like, I, I, I was as a kid, I was frightened of of everything. Like, and and so it's it's kind of like I've been able to realize what some things people told me weren't true, and then there are definitely some things that, like, w- when someone tells a ghost story, like the emotion in their in their body, like when they tell it, um, it it's. Like I know, I, I know I worked in Hollywood for three years, so I know a lot of actors and fake people. But um, they're uh, the people that would tell me ghost ghost stories that, um, as kids weren't that talented. So for me, <laughs> for me to hear like a ghost story and see that emotion in their eyes and to be able to see them like that, um, hard asses, hard ass people that we're almost brought to tears. I can almost like expect that it's not true. I mean, that it is true that, that there are right. ghosts out there. Okay. Uh, Bigfoot. Do you believe in Bigfoot? 
No, I don't believe in Bigfoot. That's a a hard no. That's a hard no. Monsters Inc. has made me believe that Bigfoot is a joke. I can't Uh, believe that. (laughs) Do they take shots at Bigfoot and Monsters Inc.? I haven't seen it. Uh, I, th- I think it's book for, or it's the abominable sm- snowman. It's one of those things where it's just They're like, the same. Yeah, yeah. this guy's a joke. Like, <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to watch that now. Yeah. Uh, you, don't you have what a about child? psychics? <laughs> uh, like, like what, what is my opinion on psychics? Do you, do you believe that they are psychic? No. I, I don't I don't believe in that ability. Um, I do believe in like mediums. I think that's like a pretty impressive talent. But psychics um, oftentimes will tell you the most. I haven't been to one because I don't. I wouldn't waste the money. Um, but I feel like a lot of people that I've talked to that have been to a psychic have, you know, t- like they tell me what they hear, and I go, "Isn't that what you wanted to hear?" Yeah, you're gonna get married by 30 isn't that like most people i'm 20 i'm 25 so there's a lot of time for like you don't i don't i don't think that i think that a lot of people my age go to go to a psychic to to try and get their life right or whatever and it's like there's so much time you know go see a therapist you know (laughs) (laughs) They, they might give you a better idea yeah, I mean it's. I love the perspective of you saying there's so much time and being like, "Fuck, dude, I got I got no time left." <laughs> yeah, really time. Live vicariously um, through your child. <laughs> so you mentioned that you'd played every sport. Are you superstitious? Uh, well, let me tell you this: that my level of like sport playing was very like entry level so i i wouldn't i wouldn't be i'm not that kind of guy that was like i need to spit on my gloves three times and and then you know i wasn't like that um have i avoided cracks in the to not make break my mom's back 100 percent. i care too much about my mom to let her have her a crack in her back (laughs) i can't leave anything up to chance i'm not a cat person so a black cat sounds like terrible your superstitions rely on avoiding hurting other people they have nothing to do with your own like well that superstition in in general is I, I don't want to hurt my mom, but I, I don't fuck with cats regardless. White cats, black cats, gray cats, I, I don't like them. So. <laughs> the idea that there is a superstition behind a black cat, <laughs> the fuck out of my backyard. Like, <laughs> um, I think that puts you at a pretty solid, I mean, he's like a two or a three, honestly. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Okay. Yeah, somewhere in there. So that's just just for the listeners because uh, you might say something, and if they don't agree with your beliefs on conspiracy theories, then they can just write write off your opinion. You know? Yeah. <laughs> All right, Willie. What are we talking about tonight on Real Life Sci-Fi? John Lennon's killer. Mark David Chapman. Was he a Manchurian candidate? 
We've got some new information to go through. Could he not have acted alone? What's up on the table tonight on Real Life Sci-Fi? Um, should we do Real Life? I don't know how in-depth to get, because I don't know what you're going to say, but basically the Real Life is... Real Life. If you don't know Mark David Chapman, he killed John Lennon. The, the, the very short story is he, he, well, okay. So he became a, um, a born, a born again Presbyterian when he was around, you know, 16 15. or something like that. Um, so he's a religious man. Like he found the catcher in the rye somewhere around that time. It resonated with him. He loved the Beatles when the Beatles broke up and then John Lennon started saying, well, I don't remember when John Lennon said that the Beatles were bigger than Jesus. He also said that, you know, he didn't, John Lennon said he didn't believe in the Beatles. He, you know, he started like, basically that turned this dude off. He was like, fuck John Lennon. And I mean, he, then he shot him. Like that's the very, very short version. Uh, he was, when they, when they, when they, um, uh, when they, uh, what's it called? Tried him. Uh, he went for insanity, and I think, I think, they said that he had, uh, uh, what's it called? Um, schizophrenia. schizophrenia. No, schizophrenia. no, they, they, they ruled that he could not plead insanity. That's. I, uh, no, you're right. I don't. I can't remember what they ruled, but I know that like four of the five. Uh, experts said that he was probably paranoid schizophrenic. Um, What did they actually rule, though? They just ruled him straight up guilty? Yep, they ruled him guilty. He has not had any mental um, help since then. How old is he? Um, How Uh, old was he when he did it? No, how old is he now? I Fuck, I don't know. So he was born in 1955, so now he is, you can do that math, right? It's 2020. Uh, He's sixty-five. Okay, <clears throat> I'm I'm glad you chimed in right there because I can't do math like that. I, it's yeah, it's that was, impossible that was, for me. I don't know why. Um, and that's basically it. So he's been in prison ever since. Um, so he's let me start. Had a number of appeals that have all failed. His next appeal is coming up this year, so we'll see uh, what happens. Hey, uh, Ryan. Let me. So I know you're a big uh, Beatles fan. Do yeah. you? Do you have any animosity towards Yoko Ono? Just curious. I mean, do you feel like yeah, she broke? obviously, like who does it? You know, but <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's the uh, it's the power of the the Chichi man. I mean can't you can't blame you can't blame john lennon for for falling you know falling his love um listen to what she has to say um obviously like i think he was like too deep and uh it it, it resulted in a very very sad <clears throat> band breakup but um i mean as i was a two or three on the wow scale i think i'm like a two or three on the 
angry at Yoko Ono scale. I mean, oh, word, word. Cool, cool. You know, like... It's well, let like, me ask you this. Do you have any... Do you have any animosity at that movie yesterday that came out last year? I actually didn't see that movie. Ah, <laughs> good, good. Dude, I'm, that's like, that's like, I'm more mad at that than people dying of the coronavirus. <laughs> like, fucking, are you fucking kidding me? Who got to write this movie? Like, oh, what if, what if, uh, what if the Beatles what if, didn't exist? And uh, You somebody, haven't seen it either, have you? No, but I but in, in the same vein of like <laughs> Slumdog Millionaire, where I'm like, dude. Well, it's the same guy. Yeah, yeah. But, but but to me, it's like it's a fucking gimmick movie where it's like you take the most popular thing and put a heart story into it. So I'm like, sure, the heart story might win, but when you package it into you know like 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 let's let's say that there was a romantic comedy that came out that dealt with people eating Tide Pods. I love how many opinions you have on things that you haven't experienced yet. No, I, I definitely, I have to agree with you. In, I mean, obviously I haven't seen the movie. I'm sure there, there's a lot of people who have told me that it's a good movie. Um, Wade, I'm guessing you have a decent opinion on it. You probably <laughs> no, I, no, it's trash. It's trash. Okay. Well, let All me right, tell you, so, let me tell you who wrote this yeah, movie. I don't like okay? to assume. I, I know how to spell. But, I had um, a, in college. I had I had a bunch of high school buddy roommates, and then the guy that owned the house um, joined a fraternity. And slowly but surely, as every one of my high school friends moved out, fraternity boys moved in. So then, all of a sudden, I lived in this frat house that I wasn't a part of, and and the fraternity hated me because I'm like an anti-establishment guy, you know? Like people just fucking hated me, which is weird. It's weird for me to say that. But anyway, anyways, um, <clears throat> and so um, um, I'm just saying that like, like one of my roommates was learning how to play guitar and then every party he would take a girl into his room and serenade her, you know, and oh the first girl that he had sex with because of his guitar lessons, he got married to and he quit playing guitar. And I was like, okay, so your goal was to find a girl, not to play music. And so this fucking movie to me is like, listen, well, I don't know. I, I just feel like it's on the same level of bullshit. I call bullshit. What? <laughs> what? None of that made any sense. <laughs> okay. Well, it, I don't know what you're talking I about. I know, dude. It's so funny. That, that's what Every musician funny. starts to play music to get laid. Like, that's a yeah. very universal thing. <laughs> yeah. That's why I, I used to play music when I, I was a bass player, and I realized that was the wrong instrument if you wanted to get laid. <laughs> oh, yeah. No one, cares about, no one cares about the bass player. I was also no, unless you're peeing. <laughs> Drummer, too. Drummers get no respect. Yeah, drummer yeah. should. That's the coolest instrument. Ah, thank you. I'm a drummer. Really? Let's go out sometime. <laughs> Sorry, um, Corona. Okay, so check it out. Here's, here's the thing. <clears throat> um, so let, let, let me just go through the gist of, of what happened that day. Um, the official story, Mark David Chapman, on December 8th, 1980. December 8th is Moose's birthday. Kind of, kind of makes you feel bad. Um, that morning. Why, like nothing bad ever happens on every other day of the no, year? No, I, I, I know. Imagine, I just imagine don't if re- you had waited one more day. Hmm. 
Pearl Harbor. (laughs) (laughs) So he basically was living in Hawaii. He flew to New York to kill him. This is the official story. He was a a Beatles fanatic. A John. He was John Lennon's biggest fan. He was obsessive. Um, so that morning, he bought a new copy of Catcher in the Rye, which he did. I not do a thorough enough job. I didn't know you wanted me to say all this yet. Oh, oh, it's it's all good. I'm just running through it real quick because I think it it is. Can very... I can I just elaborate though? The day before. First of all, he went back and forth on if he was going to do this or not. He had gone to New York previously to do it, didn't do it, went back home and like told his wife like, oh man, I just want to kill John Lennon. And he showed her the gun and the bullets and everything. Why? Did and she's like not a narc. Him? So she didn't fucking. Why do you he, want to kill well, him? His motives, I think, I think they stem from the, the Jesus stuff. Um. I think like he hated that he hated that they broke up, and I think he blamed that on on Lennon and Yoko. Well, it's weird because the lines are blurred because he was mad that the Beatles, the Beatles said that they were cooler than Jesus, but he was also mad at Lennon for breaking up for being responsible for the band breaking up. So it's like, but specifically, Lennon said that the Beatles were bigger than Jesus. So like, I think it was always just a but 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 no. So here's the thing: I think the heart of it is he just wanted to kill anybody. Like he talked about killing um, Paul McCartney too. Like, well, well, the, 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 later on, later on during an interview, they asked him if he would have killed somebody else if John Lennon didn't work out, and his list was Liz Taylor, Johnny Carson, or Paul McCartney. Jesus Christ! <clears throat> be, be, because at this point, he just wanted to get famous for killing somebody famous. That that's the official story. Even though and, he says that's not the case, it sort of is. And, and, and so um, he that morning he bought a new copy of Catcher in the Rye and he inscribed it. It said to Holden Caulfield, who's the main uh, character in the book, to Holden Caulfield from Holden Caulfield. And also this is my statement. So th- those are the things that he wrote in the book that he bought. And then he went to go get an autograph um, from John Lennon as he left his house in the morning. So he had an album, his new album, had him sign it. And um, um, so later on, the official story goes. Well, your, timeline, your timeline's a little weird. He stayed there all day. It was, it was not until 5 p.m. that Lennon and Yoko went to a recording session. That's when they left. That's when he got the autograph, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's when he got an autograph. And I guess there's like a picture of him getting the autograph. And then later What's on, again, I'm sorry, I, I lost that. Mark, Mark David Chapman. Okay, go ahead. <clears throat> so then later on, when when they got back home, when they returned into their home, um, Yoko walks in. She's ahead of him. Limo pulled up. Uh, Lennon starts walking out, and then he's behind him, and he says, "Mr. Lennon," and you know, there's there's varying stories whether he turned around or not, but. He sh- he shot either four or five shots at him, and um, and the cops showed up very quickly. And this is the craziest thing: John Lennon was at the hospital within 15 minutes of being shot, and he died because he let out too much blood. So uh, um, that's 
and, how many and times did he shoot how, how many times did he shoot him it was four or five shots four four or five may have hit him so he so so here's the thing so he I read that him. he shot five and he hit him four yeah but there, there are reports that he only shot four and there are reports that he whatever shot five. semantics that's just what I read well, yeah, I mean, well, it, regardless, it, John Lennon, it comes John up Lennon later. got shot four times in it both co- it, scenarios. It comes up later because it could be five. Just like I'll bring it up later. Um, <clears throat> so um, um, he shoots him and then he drops the gun and leans against the wall and pulls out his copy of Catcher in the Rye and starts reading it, waiting for the cops to arrive. So, I mean, like just saying like classic crazy unpredictable calm that's he, like that's, in all the interviews he talks about how he didn't want to do it and he tried to take opportunities to not do it but it happened and after it happened he pulls out his book and starts reading that's insane yeah and i also, mean so like, that you, you look on his wikipedia too you just see like american criminal john lennon's killer like that's it like he didn't amount to anything else and you said it yourself he wanted to get famous for killing someone famous that's why I think he stayed there. I don't think I don't think he was crazy. I think like he just wanted to be famous. That's why he stayed there. I'm he so also excited. at some point said that like the TV told him either to or to not kill and and that the catcher on the ride told him to kill, right? Like And also I, I mean, don't know. You got to think in the way of like uh He's a he's a he's schizophrenic. This is this is something that you know you cannot control. And there's probably there's a there's another way of thinking when it comes to this, um, you know. And so like you you look at someone like it, when you're studying American history, John Wilkes Booth, in a, in a time there was no cameras, there was no there was no like like anything, no video, no no anything like that. John Wilkes Booth has stood the test of time as an American criminal for killing um, Abraham Lincoln. So, uh, you know, um, someone with schizophrenia thinks that this could be my way, you know, there's nothing logic. Here we go with the crazy stuff though. He was evaluated and they tried to get him off for being schizophrenic. It didn't work. They said he was too sane. So the court ruled that he was not crazy, that he was not schizophrenic. So, so I mean, this, this, I'm so excited about this because I never really fully looked into this until now. And I will say it is fucking nuts. So here's the thing. I'm just going to start going. You guys interrupt yeah. me however you want. I'm going to do bits. The That's official- how I'll interrupt. The official story is that he wanted to get famous for killing somebody famous, right? Here are things that he didn't do. He, in the beginning, denied being interviewed by reporters. He didn't want to be interviewed. And then when the trial came up, he was pleading not guilty. And then last minute, he pleaded guilty. So then there was no trial. The trial was a sentencing trial. So here are two situations where you could get famous. One, talking to reporters, and two, going to trial. He denied both of those. 
pretty yeah, fucking- but I mean that's isn't infamous just the same as famous? Like by by staying quiet, don't you don't you air a, a, an air of, of 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 mystery that that feeds the fire a little bit more than if you came out and said a bunch of shit that made yeah, people here, not want to pay attention to you. I'll, I'll give yeah. you that. I'll give you that. But I and I, and I think um, I mean to be honest, like when you. Um, when you're interviewed on on the the news, like nobody remembers that. Like it, I was interviewed on the news. I was a witness to a mass shooting. Like I, um, you know, like I I can't even find the video anymore. Like it that that is the ultimate fifteen minutes of fame. You you it, you get over it. Um, well, uh, now, I've, wait, hang on. I feel shooting? like we can't just. Yeah. 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 If it's not too dark, what mass shooting? Oh, uh, shit! I, uh, it was the Alice, the one. I'm the sorry, which you, one? you cut out what? Uh, yeah, the Isla Vista one, um, the one in Santa Barbara, um, at UCSB. Um, that was like was, was that like 20, six six years ago? That was in 2014. Yeah, uh, my friends and I. Uh, my friends and I were eating on on like uh, um, Isla Vista, and a car pulled up, and um, they, they went to the right. We were on the left. They went to the right, and they shot up the market, and then they drove away. And they had been shooting up like everywhere. We had ducked and rolled into the restaurant we were eating at. So luckily, we were safe, but. Did you, did you see the gunfire or did you hear it first? I hear it. or see? Heard? We heard it. He went in and then he just started shooting. See, my, my first experience with hearing gunfire, I was, at a, I was at a grocery store and a car pulled up and started shooting. Mm-hmm. And I didn't actually know that it was gunfire. And so I was looking around going like, why is everybody laying down? Like people hit the ground. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit, drive so, by. So yeah, it was really, it was really, really loud. Um you know, and it was one of those instincts where, I mean, how how old were you when that happened? Uh, 28. Okay. I was going to say we were like 20. I thought you were like a lot younger. That's well, I'm you... from small town, Colorado. Okay, like I yes. never, I shot guns. I never heard other people shoot them. Right. So we, so, I mean, we kind of, we, we, we didn't know what guns sound, sounded like, but we, uh, we ducked immediately. Um, and, uh, yeah. And then, you know, the coast was kind of clear. My friend, I'll never forget this, you know, he's a pretty strong guy, but he, he went across the street and looked and there were just like dead bodies and he just, he just like dropped to the ground. It was crazy. Wow. Um, I, I, that guy is, he's, I've known him since I was three years old. He's like one of my best friends to, to go through something like that with someone was just like with someone I've known my entire life is, it's a bond that I'll never forget. Two guys that I'm with I've known since preschool. Sorry, my dad's or my family's putting my laundry. <laughs> but, uh, my this was that. This guy laundry. was like a self-professed professed incel, right? He was just mad at women. Uh well, yes, he was. The guy. Okay, was, I remember I, that. I want to get back to the the other. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. I, I, so, no, no, it's always so good. Top of so, the mind. So here's the thing. Um. Um. If you like Mark David Chapman was first interviewed by Larry King in like the like 15 years after or something like that. Whatever. See, that's that's an interview you wait for. 
and and you it, and go, you don't go for local news. You wait for someone like Larry King to interview you. So here's I'm gonna just start bringing in the crazy. Sh- so so the official story. He's um, a fanatic, and he wants to get famous for killing somebody famous. He's offended by his biggest fan, or I mean, the, uh, someone who he's the biggest fan of. Um, basically, he never had a real job. He was bullied at school. He did LSD. He found Jesus at 16. Uh, here are some weird side things, okay? <clears throat> um, so I forget on Wikipedia. I think he's listed as a garbage man or something like that. I forget what his job is. It's something like, what? What the fuck? He traveled around the world, um, and he was in Beirut. And, and nobody knows where he got his money because, like, I'm going to go into a lot of the traveling that he did. He was in Beirut at the time when the Lebanese capital had, like, a lot of CIA activity. And it was said that this capital at the time was home of the – it was, like, one of the top agencies' secret assassination camps. That might be hearsay, but that's the hearsay that I saw. Um, and there was another camp that – uh, was in Hawaii and he lived in Hawaii for years. He was lived in Hawaii at the time that he murdered John Lennon in 1975. He went to Japan, UK, India, Nepal, Korea, Vietnam, and China. When he did return to us, he was working with Vietnam refugees and also definitely 100%. He was working with CIA assets the CIA during the 50s, 60s, and 70s was crazy. A CIA asset is somebody who the CIA pays for various reasons. It could be because they're undercover. It could be because just for information. Like, like I personally believe the reason why – this is a side tangent. The reason why Barack Obama's um, um, birth records are – our suspect are because his mom was a CIA asset. And so there's, there's, there are things that are protected in there. He was born an American citizen, but his mom was a CIA asset. That's what I believe. Whatever, whatever. Um, I digress. Um, so here's the thing. When he returned to the U S and when he was working with the refugees and the CIA assets, he was working at Fort Chafee in Arkansas. And this, is, this was run by World Vision. World Vision is an evangelical organization that has been accused of working with the CIA in collaboration with Honduras and El Salvador. And, and, and this, this has weird ties because the World Vision group was run by John Hinckley Sr. Now, John Hinckley Jr., was the guy who attempted to kill Ronald Reagan. But both of the Hinckleys worked very well. They worked very close with George Bush Sr. George Bush Sr. was the first head of the CIA that didn't work in the CIA. How the fuck did he become the head of CIA without working for the head of CIA? Whatever, whatever. These are side tangents. I'm just saying that, like, in the time of these assassinations, there were weird connections that that people don't put together. 
and Hinckley is one of them. Here, here we have Mark David Chapman working for a company run by John Hinckley Sr., who his fucking kid tried to kill Bush, uh, Reagan, and fucking Bush was Reagan's vice president. Whatever, whatever. Weird, weird connections. Um, there, there is one report that the bullets were so close together uh, that in John Lennon that they had trouble marking all of them. So basically, I, I only say that because sure there were five sh- there were five shots that were heard on record. Four of them. They say basically he was hit four times, but they also think that one of them might have been five shots because he was hit in the same hole a couple times, whatever, whatever. And so, yeah, but the bullets I'm saying whatever would, after every point. Be, there'd still be five bullets in him, even. But it, but it, but if but if two spot. but if, if two bullets had the same entry point, they'd be hard to to d- distinguish. And so, so I, I'm saying whatever because I'm brushing these off because. Mark David Chapman used hollow point bullets. Now, hollow point bullets are designed to do the most damage inside of a body because when you shoot someone with a regular bullet, it goes through them. A hollow point bullet, when it hits bone or something, it like the back part of the bullet hits the front part of the bullet and it it uh, uh, shreds in such a way, it's meant to do damage inside of a body. And so he was using hollow point bullets. And I only bring that up because those bullets are meant to do damage inside of the body, whatever, whatever. But there were two bullet, um, the official report says that there were two bullets that went astray, right? One of them broke some glass and one of them landed like six steps up the staircase. I only bring that up because when it comes to hollow point bullets, they don't they don't really go through people and do damage after they've gone through them. Because as soon as they impact, the back hits the front and then that spreads. So I bring that up because my version of the story is that Mark David Chapman may not have been the only shooter, A. Um, there may have been another shooter. Mark, the official story, Mark David Chapman was on the right of John Lennon. All of the entry wounds for John Lennon are on the left. Sure, uh, after a first couple shots, he may have turned. You know, if you get shot, you're going to turn. Uh, you, you're just going to. Whether to, you're not like avoiding bullets when you get hit by something you turn towards the pain, whatever. Um, all, all four or five of his entry wounds are from the left. Mark David Chapman was on the right. Um, and there were, there was evidence of bullets, one breaking the glass, which was 90 degrees from where Mark David Chapman was. And the staircase was also 90 degrees from where Mark David Chapman was. So if you look at the forensics of the case, the bullets that entered John Lennon took a 90-degree turn and exited, broke glass, and hit the staircase six steps up. Just saying that, like, there was never an official investigation of this of this shooting 
they just assumed since he was the only guy there that it had to be him. Yes, because when the cop that, showed up, they they you know the doorman asked him, "Do you know what you did?" And he said, "Oh, I shot. I just killed John Lennon." And then um, when the cop showed up, the doorman told the cops what happened. They said, "Hey, he killed John Lennon." That and the gun was by his side, and he admitted to it. And and they, they John Lennon was bleeding so much that they decided to skip the ambulance and took him straight to the hospital. That's how he ended up there within 15 minutes, which is nuts. So I only bring up. Well, hang on. Why is that nuts? You keep bringing that up, but I don't understand why that's nuts. Yeah, celebrity gets better treatment. Well, but uh, 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 also, how far was the hospital? I mean, no matter how close it was, an ambulance would have treated his wounds. I'm not saying the cops had anything to do with anything. I'm just saying, like, he may have survived if the, if they waited for the ambulance. Because he bled out so much. Um, th- there's nothing nefarious in that. Just saying, I'm just saying, like, it is amazing that he, after getting shot, he ended up in the hospital 15 minutes later. It's, it's remarkable. Because the I don't understand why that's remarkable. <laughs> because the ambulance wouldn't have gotten there within 15 minutes. Um, okay, but so then that, how could if that, 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 that's a side tangent that has nothing to do with anything? I'm just amazed by it. That like that you can get shot. Seriously though, that could have just been like good reaction time. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That you could get a, shot and end up in the hospital be- 15 minutes later. Not so. But I'm just saying. And, and, I mean, and that, one can only hope that that's the situation for everybody. I mean, obviously, if somebody calls up an ambulance and says John Lennon, American treasure, is has been shot, I think there's. It sucks to say, but I think there was a higher urgency than. Well, I hate to say this though, the EMTs may have been able to stop some of the bleeding. That that has nothing to do with anything. No conspiracies. Just saying, like. They would have worked on him instead of him just sitting in the back of the car. Anyways, anyway. Yeah, I, you just, it's weird. I, and I know that this is like, it's, it's just, they probably wouldn't have got there in 15 minutes. So, like, he was probably better off getting to the hospital. Well, my, my I, I only bring this up because I feel like if the EMTs got there, they would have compressed all of the bullet holes and more of his blood wouldn't have bled out. There's no conspiracy in that. I'm just saying he may have lived if the EMTs got to him instead of the police driving him there. Um, just, a, just a crazy side thought. Um, so, so here's the thing. Mark David Chapman, right? Um, when, uh, so here, here's the question. When it comes to anybody asking if he was a – the whole story is that he was a – Manchurian candidate, right? That's the conspiracy. Manchurian candidate comes from in 1931, Japanese was invaded, right? Uh, Japanese invaded China, I'm sorry. And they set, and in 1932, they set up an independent state. And so what happened was the Japanese were still running everything. They just pretended like they weren't running anything and that this was a, a new sovereign nation, do what they want. And so Manchurian Candidate 
is in reference to here's this country that everybody thought was independent, but they were actually being run behind the scenes by the Japanese. So that's where that comes from. Operating under somebody else's control. Um, I, so can I, before we even get into like the facts and like the, uh, the, what's it called? Um, like the, the actual conspiracy of it. Can I might just, can I just make an yeah, assumption yeah. of what I just based off what I've heard. And th- this could be totally off. I'm usually off, but this sounds like, like based on what you're hearing, if he was a Manchurian candidate, right. It was like, it's, it's almost like catcher in the rye was code. And someone sniped John Lennon from afar. Right. So he just used those, what were they, the hollow bullets or something? So yeah. He used those hollow bullets to make it seem like he shot him up, like he was the real victim. John gets sniped from afar, right? And as a code to say, like, get out of here or, like, to kind of, like, get, like, just, like, hold him in a place. They're, like, just read this book right here, right now in your mind. If you, if you was brainwashed, read this here, this book until the cops show. And then that's that's and that's why he was so like gung ho. Like, yeah, I just killed John Lennon. Like, he had to have been brainwashed. Yeah, that's that's what I think. And, and okay, let's take a quick break, and then we'll see if that's correct or not. I think it's not. <laughs> Willie Bad Movies, in association with Craig's Fine Grocery Stores, presents. A normal family. Billy, catch the ball. Billy, catch it. I'm going to throw it. Billy. A possessed knife. Hey, Billy, where'd you get that? Why? Well, because mom wanted wanted to cut some ham that she just cooked, and she doesn't have a knife. She's looking for one. Bring that to mom. This knife turns anyone that touches it into a cold-blooded killer. Mom? What's wrong? The ham's over there. Mom? Mom? Blood Blade 4 Bloodbath You don't need to see the other three To enjoy the thrills And the kills And the chills I wish mommy didn't kill Billy He was cool The knife It has me It has control of me. What are you talking about, Greg? Put that... What are you doing? Greg, put that thing down, man. That's a serious weapon. Greg! Everyone killed everyone. Everyone did it. I don't get it. Wait. Maybe I do. Uh... Bloodblade 4. Bloodbath. Hey everybody, welcome back to Real Life Sci-Fi. We're talking Mark David Chapman and the assassination. It's an assassination, it's just a murder of John Lennon uh, with our friend comedian Ryan Gilderman. Um, assassination is reserved for public figures, elected officials. Um, I don't know if you can call John Lennon an assassination. Well, let me just start by saying this. The craziest thing about anything is for what, no matter what you believe, it, the question comes down to this, because I think the CIA was involved in this. The question always comes down to, 
why would the CIA want to have anything to do with the death of John Lennon? You get what do you guys what do you guys think about that? I don't even think I could dive that deep. I'm in, I'm intrigued to hear what you have to say, and honestly, hopefully, can piggyback on it because I couldn't even give you a reason. Um, I think that you are reaching. I think that um, not every public huge uh, 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 news story has to be like a conspiracy of some sort. Um, I understand the Hinckley connection because Hinckley, you, you left this out, like Hinckley also had Catcher in the Rye in his pocket when he tried to kill Reagan. Yeah, dude. Nuts. But a lot of people, a lot Absolutely. of people say that is just an homage to uh, this dude. Um, Reagan was, Reagan was another guy on this, on this dude's list. Like he just wanted to kill whoever would put him in the papers, honestly. But let me, can I ask you this? Like, like someone that crazy, like with a list of people, do you think like when they got one done, they would have stopped? Like, I feel like there had to be other people motivated. Like, obviously he must've, he must've had John Lennon on his list, like of people to kill. Like, obviously he had this list and he was crazy in its own line, but there had to have been some other people, some other force out there that would that saw him as manipulative. I mean, sorry, easily manipulated. Could say, I can brainwash this guy. I listen. Yeah, I mean, let's what let's, I really need. Let's go and down that that route. So here's the here's here's the here's the crazy shit, right? Like he he's volun he the first place he volunteers happens to be fucking Beirut. He's working at, well, okay. Okay. So, so, so let, let's just take a step back real quick. All right. Um, how do you, how do you choose? Let's, how do you choose someone to brainwash? Right. Mm. Um, I per listen through the fit. I, I always bring this up. And I can't believe how detrimental this is to what I would say politics. The the MK Ultra MK Ultra. This is a CIA run project where they are trying to figure out how to brainwash people, right? So <clears throat> they Listen, MK Gottlieb was the guy who brought LSD to America. There was no LSD in America before then. They were trying to find out a way to create people that could get brainwashed enough to assassinate leaders of other countries without knowing that they were brainwashed. It's like it's like the best weapon. Is that like you get someone to kill somebody without knowing that they had right. anything to do with it. And so, but, so oh, yeah, within the, within this program, they brought LSD to America. They, they were trying to test different drugs on people to see if they could become brainwashed. <clears throat> they, they tried to, um, they brought in, they paid for old Nazi scientists to work on new projects. This is 100% true. 
100%. This isn't, this isn't conspiracy theory stuff. The Nazi scientists that were brought over, like, continued their, their, their studies. Um, and so you have, you have, and they also um, got universities to do studies on people without knowing who was pulling the strings behind the test. The whole idea was, what could you give anybody to make them malleable enough to do what you say and also not remember that they did okay. it. Okay. But I think, I think that in that situation and what you're, you're talking about, I think you're diving too deep into I'll eat later. Um, I think you're diving too <clears throat> deep into the idea of why would they want to pick this guy, blah, blah, blah. When, um, you have to look at who's the easiest kind of person to be brainwashed, right? And it's people in a bad situation. It's people who um, have been who have been bullied. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll say this openly. Last year, when I was working as a PA um, around you guys, uh, I almost joined a pyramid scheme. Real talk. You know why? Because I was manipulated into thinking that there was a life um, where I could retire with millions of dollars in my bank account at 28 years old um, and not have to work a day in my life again. My mind was because I was in a bad situation. I was getting people coffee every single day. And that was just kind of like a, that was like, I don't want to do this anymore. So my mind was so easily manipulated. I could have been brainwashed in a second. Now I'm in this, I, I work for, I work at another company. And so it's, and, and I, I have a job where I, I like what I do. I can imagine retiring now. My mind is not in that same place. There are people out there who are in bad situations, being bullied, pushed around. Those are the people that were, that are easily manipulated. And that, and, and it was said, I, I think Wade said it, this guy was bullied as a kid a lot the idea of becoming famous for doing something bad is i mean a lot of a good percentage of people who are bullied or in a bad situation want to do that think about the joker i mean he's not a real person but what made him what, what pushed him what pushed him what pushed that backstory so let me you ask know? you but but here's the thing though is that he was bullied in school who Mark David Chapman. This is That's on what record. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying is that you dive into the CIA and stuff, and, and, it, and it, it comes down to simply he was bullied. There's a reason why, you know, he, you, you tell someone who's bullied, here's a chance to redeem yourself, tell, tell people you don't fuck around. Someone tells you that in hypnosis. You do whatever they say. So, so here's the here's the crazy thing about all that. I believe that he was a bullied soul. <clears throat> when it comes to whenever people talk about MK Ultra, they always talk about people being hypnotized because that's on official record. I believe that that hypnotism is a a farce to 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 make so that people will know that it's not possible, right? And I say that because. My, my, my version is this. If you've been bullied your whole life, 
whatever, you've got a chip on your shoulder, you've got these mental uh, instabilities. If you can get someone into a place of psychosis, they can be manipulated. And so there are people in this realm of, of Manchur- that people that are brought up always when it comes to Manchurian candidates. And I believe that they are not being hypnotized they are being fed different pills that make them susceptible to suggestion. So my parallels are this. When Sirhan Sirhan, who killed Robert uh, RFK, who fil- killed Robert Kennedy, he joined a Rosicrucian group in Los Angeles. And not that the Rosicrucians are, are um, nefarious, but that particular sect may have been infiltrated they told him to start keeping a diary of everything. And the first thing he ever wrote was, I need to kill RFK. I need to kill RFK. And so the idea is that um, he was already being manipulated. And, and for that to be his first thoughts, uh, uh, Mark David Champman talked about hearing voices, you know, and, and, and just saying that like, okay, so, so the, the crazy thing about this story is the doorman, the doorman of, of John Lennon, his name, uh, God damn it. I have it written down somewhere. I don't see it. Anyways, yeah, uh, we know. He, he, yeah, yeah. He is connected to. They say that there are some people out there that say that he is the same guy that was connected to in like an anti Fidel Castro group that was in the Bay of Pigs. So, whatever, this is all speculation. But just saying that this doorman was responsible for the whole story from the police. When the police showed up, he said, hey, there's the guy who tried to kill who who tried to kill John Lennon, right? There right. was there was no investigation because the guy admitted to trying to kill John F. Or to, to fucking John Lennon. John Fuck. Lennon. And so and so there was no investigation. The, I believe that the doorman was the guy who fired the shots that killed him. Um, wow. And that uh, uh, this guy was a patsy. He was a Manchurian candidate not to kill John Lennon, but to be blamed for the kill. Um, that's, that's what I believe as well, is that he was, he was definitely a patsy. When you look at uh, Jack Ruby, for example, like I believe Oswald was a patsy. I believe Jack Ruby was a patsy. Jack Ruby, who killed Oswald, um, um, he, he, the idea is, is that he took, he was on these, he was on these pills. And when, when he was on these pills, he was like kind of psychotic. Well, I don't know, man. I don't need to, I don't need to go too far off from, from. I don't understand why everything has to be a conspiracy. So nobody who's guilty of shooting anyone famous ever really did it well the, the crazy thing is is listen i know that this sounds this sounds crazy Hang on, let me just these- also let me just also ask this like what is to be gained from killing john lennon there's 
no, this is not, he's not political in any way that you could like take over the government of some foreign country. This is like low stakes as it gets. So in in these stories, right, my version is that, um, 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 Oswald and Jack Ruby were both connected to um, entities, CIA, FBI, that were trying to be, that dealt with Castro. Um, and so was fucking Mark David Chapman. The, the, the intertwining of entities from that time um, dealt with I mean, I mean, to me, it all comes down to the war machines, the um, the military-industrial complex. This entity was afraid of somebody, like like one hundred percent the CIA, one hundred percent fact. They sent, they were sending letters to Martin Luther King, saying like, "Hey, we're going to tell everyone that you're cheating on your wife." Unless yeah, but that's yourself. like, but that's, but that's neither here nor there. I mean, if, uh, yeah, I guess if you're doing a character witness on the CIA, that's apt. But like, and so, and so, and so, me tying that into this is saying that like, um, the CIA, um, if you, my overarching story is that these entities that are that are controlling the world by um, um, taking over the world, right? Cuba, El Salvador, um, um, Honduras. The Beatles. They, they, they are, are surviving by taking over these small countries. I'm just trying to make this point that you keep asking about, is that um, the only entity in the world that got enough people to protest anything was John Lennon. His, his protests of there will be no more war. His pro him with Yoko Ono laying in bed. Like, like, listen, these protests are nothing, but what they got was a younger generation to step up and say, yes, there should be no more war. No more people should die. And, and so this this entity that is run by the the Bush administration because you know he was the head of CIA soon after Reagan in there all all of these secret entities are afraid of somebody who can bring people together. Nobody yeah. in the world can bring people together. John Lennon sitting naked in his room with his wife can bring a world together and say no more war. Yeah, this was this was a time in which the Beatles were like so so much larger than life, and I hadn't even really thought about it like that. Um, I just basically thought about it that you know, um, this could be something like like they were so large, so much larger than life. Um, I, I, I don't. Did you guys watch the show Hunters? No. So like basically during that show. There was a time where, like, they would, you know, something happened where, the, uh, what's up? Thank you. Oh, I appreciate that. Sorry, guys. Yeah. 
Okay. All right. Thanks, mom. Uh, living at home for quarantine. Got it has its perks. I have dinner made for me. So it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, no. So basically, I mean, to to reference that show, and you should watch it. It's a fantastic show. Um, but there, they would do things like like people would be doing things like like creating protests and stuff so that the Nazis could kind of get their agenda um, done like behind the scenes. So that could be something, you know, a, a news story about John Lennon being assassinated, not assassinated, murdered um, in broad daylight by a man who sat in the street and read a book distracts you so much from everything else going on that people were probably trying to just push agenda under under the uh, under the table. Here's a crazy thing is that like when he, his initial story, when it all came out is at the trial, at the trial, Mark David Chapman said that he killed John Lennon to gain prominence, to promote the reading of catcher in the rye at the trial. He said nothing about killing a celebrity to get famous. He said it was to get people to read catcher in the rye. And so my take is that he was so brainwashed by, um, I think that he was taking pills. And so in, 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 in the idea of making a Manchurian candidate, they say hypnotism because hypnotism pretty much isn't real. If you, if you can be hypnotized, you can. But for the most part, they put that out there so that like nobody believes in it. If you're taking enough of this pill um, and, and it makes you psychotic, you can be manipulated and you will not remember anything. This is a stupid side note, but Chandler Bing fucking uh, uh, talks about how, how he doesn't remember three years of shooting friends because he was on the same pills. He says he does not remember three years of shooting friends. I mean, I don't remember five years of Channel 101 and I didn't take any fucking pills. It's just (laughs) that's the way memory works. Yeah. Also, like to also also to this point of that, like John Lennon was like mobilizing people. Like the Vietnam War had been done for like six years when, or f- five years when he was shot. Like, so I don't understand. Well, he, what I mean, the motivation I mean, would be. I agree with you on that, but he was a person that protested Vietnam so much that he wrinkled the brow of the right wing, right? And and he, his campaign of path pacifism. And, and so at this point, listen, Nixon tried to deport him, right? Oops, sorry. And, and here he is about to get his U.S. citizenship. And, you know, who fucking cares about John Lennon at this point? Yeah, years have gone by. But the thing is, at the end of this regime of these secret entities, here he does. He comes out with this double album that is the most popular album of the time. So those people are like, holy shit. He he has the most he has the most popular album. Here's somebody that we forgot about. We wanted to get rid of him, we couldn't, and all of a sudden he's back. He could all he had to do was protest a little bit, and then these these little wars that the CIA was going off in the Middle East, or not Middle East, the Central America. Um, if there was any attention drawn to them, they'd be kicked out. This is them. This is the CIA taking over the the. the Central America. So I'm, I'm, listen, listen, the idea is, is that this, um, it's not the CIA is like fucking John Lennon could destroy us. It's just that like, 
the CIA turned into little groups of people making money. And, and it, it is on record, it is fact to me that the CIA sold cocaine to fund a lot of their illegal operations because they couldn't get Black Project funding for some of their operations. So take that a step further, and you get a couple of people that are like, John Lennon could, could be bad for us. Let's just get rid of him. And, and I only say that because at this time, the, the CIA and the FBI, they were, listen, the whole idea of the Manchurian candidate was not to kill any Americans. It was how do we assassinate rulers of the world that we don't agree with and not have that attached to America? That was the whole idea. And so why wouldn't you practice on Americans that didn't fit your mold of, of that they could actually ruin your, your existence. I definitely think you're onto something with this whole, I mean, like John Lennon's influences was insane. Like, um, had anything else happened? I mean, we don't know. Like, we don't know what, like looking back in history, how long John Lennon would have been like, how long if he had been alive? Like, what, like to parallel, what he could real have influence. Real, real quick to parallel, Martin. Well, we kind of do though because McCartney is still alive, you know. But McCartney it, didn't really have the same. Here, here's a side impact, note. I feel um, like um, um, Martin Luther King wasn't assassinated by the CIA, but they controlled the fact that they didn't revive him. That that's that's my take. Is it like they didn't kill can him? We talk, can we can we just talk about? Um, uh chapman for a little bit like let's say that you're right okay i think it's a stretch let's say that this is a practice uh uh to see if we can get away with it um manchurian candidate situation they're like fuck it let's do low stakes let's kill let's kill lennon he's like not in the beatles anymore fuck let's whatever why would you get the guy who lives in hawaii like couldn't be further away to like travel around to go to New York like multiple times to do this. I just feel like the CIA, if nothing else, they, they must be efficient. Right. So why would you get the guy? Why wouldn't you get a New Yorker to do this? There's a bunch of crazy New Yorkers. my, my, My answer to that is that he was around, he was traveling around the world and they didn't know where he got his money. The, place, the places that he, were, that he was going were the places that brainwashed the people. And so it wasn't that he lived in Hawaii. It's that, like, in Hawaii was a place where they trained killers and un, un, unknowing to them, right? And so, like, one of the smoking guns, according to conspiracy theorists of some sort, is that, like, one of his tickets was actually altered. He had a ticket on December 2nd to go to Chicago. And so people being interviewed said, Oh, I didn't know he was going to New York. I thought he was going to Chicago because he had an open ended ticket to Chicago. And then that was edited. That was altered because he went to New York. And I I mean, this is a bad, stupid fucking no proof of anything side note. But the thing is, is that like, it's not that he was from Hawaii or, you know, he was from, I forget where he was from, whatever. Um, but that he lived in the places where the CIA was testing or creating the Manchurian candidates, right? He lived in, he lived in Beirut. 
He lived in Hawaii. And so it was like, he was the guy because, and listen, like I said, I don't even think that Mark David Chapman shot him. I think that he was killed by somebody else, but Mark David Chapman was brainwashed into thinking that he was the guy that killed him so that there was no question. Listen, there was a subway, well, there's a that, subway that, entrance like feet away from where he was killed. So if somebody shot him, they could have stepped down the subway. So, I'm, so my question with that is if you're going to kill him, why do you, what? And this guy's a Manchurian candidate. What, why wouldn't he pull the trigger? Like what, why is, why is that? That just seems like an unnecessary wrinkle. If you've got this guy who's willing to get a gun, get hollow point bullets, go to New York, why wouldn't he just be the one who shoots him? Because there are, there are, if there are any questions, that's when, that's when people start to not believe in the official story. So this official story has two witnesses, the doorman and the killer. And the killer says that he did it. And the doorman says that he did, did it. So there was no investigation. No, I know. But that's, but that's my point is, why wouldn't he just be the one who did it? He already thinks that he did it. Why wouldn't uh, you just have him do it? Let's say you brainwashed somebody to kill somebody and they took shots and they missed. Like he wasn't a trained killer. He wasn't a marksman. And so like you, you get this guy to kill him and then he misses. And then it's like, oh, fuck. Uh, he didn't kill him. I guess. But if this is just if this is like the low stakes, like trial run of Manchurian candidacy, does it matter if he actually kills him or not? Well, my version is that. I mean, Hinckley didn't kill Reagan. No, but I think Hinckley wasn't supposed to kill Reagan. They're all a part of the same, like Reagan, Bush. Hink, that guy who tried to kill Reagan was invited to a dinner party at the Bushes that week. Like I'm saying, like he wasn't just some random guy. He was connected. And so how right, is... But that's, but that's beside the point, isn't it? I just mean, like, also, if this is tied to the, to the Bush family, why would they want to kill Reagan? They were... They were, they were like on the same side. I don't think it was a, a, I think that he didn't kill him on purpose. It was like, Hey, we can kill you. George Bush senior, uh, was a guy who was the head of the CIA, who was not a part of the CIA. His family was, he became so prominently powerful that they could throw warning shots to Reagan. And be like, Hey man, we could have killed you. If we didn't do what we say. I am. I feel so underqualified right now. I don't. I don't know a good majority, but I'm, my mind's playing ping pong. What, what was it that you just said? Sorry, I had to get that. Well, out. I mean, I mean, I mean, the whole thing comes down to this. Um, yes, yes, yes. Why? Why not have the Manchurian candidate kill him? And I think it's because the issue comes with they. There actually can't be a Manchurian candidate. I don't think that they can fully take over your mind but they can trick you so here's the thing um 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 when it comes to mark david chapman his story has also changed he originally said that he first off he said that um you know he wanted to get people to read the catcher in the rye and then later the story was i wanted to kill somebody famous to get famous right and 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 so 
he didn't get famous. And um, um, I, I actually don't think that. Well, hang on. How did he not get famous? We're talking about him. He's famous. Um, yeah. I mean, to be honest, I didn't know his name until I knew someone murdered him. I just, I didn't know his name and I'm a huge Beatle fan. I didn't know his, I didn't look into it. Um, it's, I mean, I think the word famous is a very, very like broad term, you know, like what has, was this guy dancing on, on Fallon? No, like that's not famous. Like obviously he's, he's infamous, but it's easy. Um, it's easy to complete the story. And like, Oh, he just wanted to get famous. Ah, that's bold. Like, I can't believe that's why he tried to kill him instead of like, instead of the real story, which is like, Oh, Lennon could have gotten enough protesters together to end our rule of taking over other countries. Well, can I comment on that? Like protesting has rarely done anything in America. I mean, like people yeah. were protesting the Vietnam war since, since like the 80s. ad nauseum, but the, but protesting during the Vietnam war, there can was I the- finish? What about Hanoi Jane? What about Jane Fonda who fucking went and sat on tanks in Vietnam for, no, this is during Vietnam. Jane Fonda goes to Vietnam and sits on the enemy's tanks. Like even to this day, she, she spoke at our friend's graduation. There's still like a, a thing for protesters there to people fucking hate her, but she has never been like even shot at. I don't think. So I guess my question is, yeah, she's not as powerful as John Lennon, but during that time when she like was being very anti-America, why wouldn't they do the same thing with her? Um, I, I mean, I hate to say it. This is really lame. She never got the numbers. At the end of the day, I mean, it, like, it, it, like it, from John, the pre- like, you have to look at what the Beatles and John Lennon did. I mean, Jane Fonda, Jane Fonda is a a, 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 you know, a legend, and to be honest, celebrity crush, even in her old age, I still pop them them big hips. But no, listen, <laughs> we saw her at that at that graduation. She still looked hot, man. Yeah, she. I mean. Uh, regardless we're getting off track and uh, you know but um it she doesn't have the social influence um that that uh that the you know what is. you know what i will say i think you're right and i think like she may be motivated um more hate toward herself than she actually motivated against the government and so they're like fine let this girl like sure. take a bunch of heat like whatever sure i and, just and, i just and, and when it comes down to it sorry sorry to interrupt when, no, it comes down, when it comes down to it, I mean, like, this is a younger perspective. I'm 25. Uh, my sister is 22. You love rubbing that in our faces, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, wait, I wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, Ryan. Guess how, guess how old we are. Guess, guess each of us. 27. <laughs> Knock it off. <laughs> Willie's just an older looking 27. I know he's got some gray streaks in that bitch. <laughs> no, all right, but no. What I'm saying is that people my age and like my sister's age, um, 
we we sing the Beatles. We we still know the Beatles to this day. They've had a cultural impact. They changed rock and roll. I I don't know a single person within five years of my age that have ever done a Jane Fonda workout. Like that's for sure. Like yeah. I can't even name three movies yeah. that she was in as a as a young woman. I only know her as you know Mon- Monster in Law, which I, is a movie I didn't even see. Man, is it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jane, uh, Grace, and Frankie, and <laughs> maybe one other thing. Oh no! So, which and, is and fine. I, that's that's fine. I obviously know her. She wasn't as, a hero for our age either. Sure, you exactly. know her. You know her from the Sir Mix a Lot song. Baby's got back. Yeah, <laughs> baby's got new hips too, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but like I'm saying, that the uh, the culture impact that the Beatles had way 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 more and that's the reason why of course to this yeah. day, like you know jane fonda gets arrested she doesn't get shot in the head because i mean sure there was other people there were other celebrities following her maybe there was a mass gain from the celebrities that were you know protesting but end of the day um the impact that the beatles will have will, will remain unparalleled i mean it will remain unparalleled. What they did changed the course of music. Um, and like, I don't think anybody, anybody, whether it was my dad's age, whether it's any, your guys' age, whether it's my age, whether it's the future generation, no one will forget that. Yeah. Um, so the, I, that's where I have to agree with Willie in the sense that, you know, John Lennon, could if John Lennon had the power of Twitter, that man could could pro could could get anyone in a protest at this point. I think if John Lennon had a Twitter, Trump Trump would have been impeached by at this point. My my crazy things are this. I'm a, I'm just going to give my closing statements on everything. John Lennon was a piece of shit. Yeah. Why? Because he was a smart, creative person who rose to power and didn't accept the, the rules of the power. So there are stories of him running amok all over L.A., getting kicked out of bars, being a piece of shit. But when, you, when I say a piece of shit, it was like, no, he was just having a good time. He just knew that authority had no control over him. And so when he and his wife started to actually protest war. My take is this, the America should have ended up. And I say this all the time and I'm, I'm fucking stupid. I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. America should have ended up the way that I think Canada runs right now. Um, and, and, and here we have John Lennon protesting these wars that America jumped into and listen, all of the wars since Vietnam have always been profiteers. There have been people making money off of war and, and his protest with Yoko Ono sent a wake up call to anybody that had any sort of power to say, Oh fuck. Like people might turn their head and acknowledge that this war we don't need to be a part of. We don't need, we don't need to have anything to do with this war. Peace 
listen, if peace came over the world, most of the world would stop making money because most of the world makes money off of war. I mean, that, that it's so easy to just say, but you don't, you don't make money selling, uh, uh, you know, powder glove, powderless gloves to people during the pandemic, you make money fucking selling all of the tanks and all of the bullets and all of the, the, every, anything, the oil, you make money selling everything that has to do with war that it's happening. So I'll shut up quickly. The thing is, is that like, um, my closing thoughts, Sirhan Sirhan, and Mark David Chapman both had the same defense psychiatrist. Um, this guy said that uh, Sirhan Sirhan clearly was under hypnosis, but he said that Sirhan Sirhan hypnotized himself because um, <clears throat> I, I mean this is the this is the this is the defense psychiatrist for Sirhan Sirhan saying that he he hypnotized himself. And then with Mark David Chapman, he basically said that, like, hey, he was a paranoid schizophrenic. You know what? The, 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 they could not prove that he was crazy, even though their defense psychiatrist said that he was paranoid schizophrenic. So, so for a court case, for a court, for a jury to say that he was not crazy, I buy the jury. His defense said that he was paranoid schizophrenic i think that this person was involved in a lot of he was a fucking sham he said that he was paranoid schizophrenic so it made it it made it easy for everybody to say like hey here's a crazy person even though no one else could say that he was crazy and can I ask you this without diving too deep into it? Do you yeah. believe that that uh, psychiatrist was a uh, mentoring candidate as well? I think that he was just paid off by too many people. Fact? I think okay. that he was a part of a system. Like when you look at all of these judges that rule in these favors where they are only ruling for the favors, it's because they are no longer judges if they don't rule for who's paying them. And so, and so my closing statements on this whole fucking thing are he was a Manchurian candidate. He did not, he did not kill John Lennon. He was led to believe that he killed him and there was no investigation. Even, even, even the accounts of the crime itself contradict the story and so they got away with everything because they didn't have to prove anything right and listen i'm not saying john lennon was the savior of the future but he is somebody who can bring people together the only people that get killed are people that can bring people together right you can you can yeah. you can talk all day and throw all your conspiracy theories and all this stuff and, and whatever, but the people that get assassinated are people that actually have the power 
to get people to consider what's going on. And I think yeah. that he was, I think that John Lennon was one of those guys. He was a piece of shit. He fucking ran amok in town, but he could get people to be like, Hey, what are you guys doing? Yeah. And I, and I think that he was killed from an old regime that lost its power on their way out. They killed him. So I'm really glad that um, you told me not to do any research or anything. Um, I feel like I've learned a lot just from being here and like listening to both sides. Um, and I, I actually have to agree with you. I think, I think like to answer Wade's question from before about like, why wouldn't it just be him? I think, like you're right. He wasn't he wasn't a train killer. He's just this regular ass guy from Hawaii. And um it comes down to like every villain in any movie you watch. Like one of his lackeys tries to kill the 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 hero and he says, "Well, if you want to do something right, you got to do it yourself." And then he tries to kill him. Um I think it came down to, you know, these guys who brainwashed him are trained professionals. They knew that all they needed was a, a patsy to make it seem like, you know, it was it was an easy job. It was someone that was just going to go down easy. And um, so I, I have to agree with Willie that, you know, it, it, it had to – I mean, I don't know. I, I still like thinking about it. I can't, I can't decide who would, who would be brainwashing them and why it would be brainwashing them. But – I have to agree that, you know, like the, the power of John Lennon and the Beatles during this time, you know, it warranted something to be concerned about. Um, and even in the movie Across the Universe, there's a lot about protesting and stuff. I mean, that was what they were about. They were rebels without a cause. They, they, they had things to, um, to, to fight the power, powers that be. Um, and you, you're going to rile some things up when you're fighting the Fighting the fighting the power, you uh, have to have a, you have to have a permit now to protest, and yeah. and you can't go above certain numbers, which is like wait hold on that's not what protesting is like don't tell me whatever I'll shut up I'm sorry to interrupt go on no no I, I was basically done is that you know you're gonna rouse some, you're gonna rouse some feathers when when you're protesting um, and so and especially during the last time when there was so much sketchy shit going on. Um, it was definitely it, it had to be a concern, um, and it had to be a re- a warrant for someone to, you know, to uh, to 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 ha- to 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 warrant. I mean, to to do this thing, you know. So um, that's where I agree with you. It, it couldn't have been a one man job. What do you th- What do you think, Wade? What's your closing What's your closing thoughts? I have two things to say. One is that this is 1980. The Beatles are done. They've been done for a while. He doesn't have the power that he that he did at the time that you guys are thinking of, which is like pre-Vietnam, Vietnam. Um, I just think he's sort of an afterthought at that time. I mean, what's, what's happening with eighties music? It's like fucking queen and shit like that. Right. (laughs) Um, like I, I think, I think it's, well, the other thing I want to say is like the people that he was motivating were the boomers, right? The boomers are responsible for fucking this country up 
more than anyone. Like they went from free love to just like, gimme, gimme, gimme everything. Like they, even if he would have lived, they still would have just like started running this fucking country into the ground. Like they're the least fucking like passionate people that there are. Right. Yeah. Finally, I just want to end on this quote because Chapman, he loves, he loves Catcher in the Rye, right? He, 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 he responds and relates to Holden Caulfield, the main character, who is one of the most vapid, like, characters in all of literature. Like, he's a piece of shit. And anyone who, like, relates with that guy is also a piece of shit, which is actually to your point, because then he's, like, easily manipulated. I want to just say this one quote from um, Chapman. He said this after the murder. I would listen to this music and I would get angry at him for saying that he didn't believe in God and that he didn't believe in the Beatles. This was another thing that angered me, even though this record had been done at least 10 years previously, he's talking about Imagine. I just wanted to scream out loud, who does he think he is saying these things about God and heaven and the Beatles, saying that he doesn't believe in Jesus and things like that? At that point, my mind was going through a total blackness of anger and rage. So I brought the Lennon book home into this, the catcher in the rye milieu, where my mindset is Holden Caulfield and anti-phoniness. Holden Caulfield's whole thing is like he hates people who are phony because he's like 16 in the book or something like that. He fucking hates phony people. But he's like this this kid from like white privilege and stuff like that. I just think that this guy was a religious dude who hated that his idol started speaking out against like religion and God. And that's where it all came from. And yeah. And and so you just think that he like willingly killed this guy because of these reasons. And then like just stood there and like, was like, all right, I don't mind going to jail for this reason. Yeah. Because I think like it, it goes back to my whole, my whole like thesis, which is he just wanted to be famous. And that's why he has a hit list of like a bunch of people that he was going to kill if he couldn't get to Lennon. It was only including McCarthy who did nothing wrong or McCartney. I mean, like McCartney didn't break up the Beatles. McCartney was like the victim in that scenario. Like, why would you kill that guy? If the Beatles are your, your favorite band, why would you want to kill McCartney? I mean, my, um, not to, not to, um, throw a closing statement on my closing statement, (laughs) but, um, um, my thing is that like, I feel like he, uh, Mark David Chapman had a list of, of, of people, but that list came secondary. And, um, um, he particularly, when it comes to his, listen, the whole thing is that he's a crazy Christian. He's a fucking crazy Christian. And, um, um, he, when you listen to his interviews, he talks about how the killing of John Lennon affects his relationship with Jesus. And when I hear, when I hear him talk about that, I say, fuck dude, like this is someone that's easily manipulated. Because when you can explain why someone should die and you believe in Jesus, because my belief in Jesus is this, 
if you believe in Jesus, no one should die, no matter what the fuck happens. Or unjustly. And um, if you then take a stance after that, you are creating the story. I wish the Jew could comment on Jesus right now, but I mean, <laughs> like, like Jesus is, is full, like Jesus is a sham. I fucking, I don't believe Jesus. Uh, I believe the stories are mixed up, whatever, whatever. But, but for anybody to claim religion now in the last 200 years, they're, they're brainwashed. The, the King James version of the Bible is a brainwash. And, All right. and yeah, you got me. Yeah. Stop me. You got me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're done. Like we don't, we don't need to hear you talk about religion. I just think that if you can believe that the CIA brainwashed him, you can believe that he was brainwashed through religion. Like I think, I think he killed John Lennon. I don't think that the doorman had uh, at the end of the day. Somebody killed John Lennon, and he was there when it happened, and he's in jail for it. I, I didn't get into this, but the doorman has could could be a guy that was connected to anti Fidel Castro Castro Bay of Pig stuff. When it comes to the conspiracy world, you have to take faith because, listen, if something really happened, the powers that that be could change the narrative. And so it sucks. It sucks to believe in any conspiracy theory because anybody could say that, well, they changed the records. And then also anybody could refute with, well, they changed the records. And so when you start going down these paths, um, you then have to start believing in certain versions of the story because truth is not on your side. You can claim truth all day, but uh, people can refute truth all day. I only bring that up because here I am believing in stuff that like I can find proof for that people don't believe in the proof that I pulled up as proof for. And that sucks. And here we go. Flat earth. And here we go, 5G. And here we go, all the conspiracies, QAnon, fuck off. All these conspiracies that people just get to say like, well, uh, here's some proof, whether you believe it or not. And that, I, I hate to be on the side of conspiracies because the conspiracy theorists are going to kill me with their conspiracies. Willie, would you let Ryan eat his goddamn dinner? Yeah. Ryan, are you ready to fucking eat? I am starving, but I don't want, I don't want to take, <laughs> I don't want to end it. Promptly. No, I mean, at this point, I don't, I don't know what Willie's talking about anymore. Uh, <laughs> this is, he's just snowballing again. Um, yeah. So thank you for being here. Uh, yeah. Do you have any? Do you have a Twitter that you want to plug or any? Yeah, what are your like plugs? That? All your plugs. What are they? My Instagram is uh, G1LDY. So it's Gildy, but with a one instead of the I. Twitter. That sucks. I'm trying to work on it. Take my, a marketing uh, course. <laughs> my uh, my Twitter is Ryan Guild Comedy. 
And those what? are the outlets I'm on. My my hinge is Ryan Gilderman. My Jason. Oh yeah. <laughs> Search hinge. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on Tinder. Right, Thank you guys for You're having not on what? me. I'm not on Tinder. I'm just on Hinge and J Swipe. All right. I gotta get it on, on that J Swipe. I'm not Jewish, but I feel like I could uh, just lie. But you just might. Put, yeah, no, no. You put put willing to convert. Girls will fall for that. <laughs> Listen, man, you're willing <laughs> to get Jade. You hey, it's it's jade. all made up. I'll I'll convert. <laughs> I'll convert for some pussy. But, did didn't Willie just say that religion doesn't exist? Where, where Jesus? Oh. Which one was it? Listen, I believe a man existed <laughs> named Jesus, but I don't think all right, all right, Christianity all right. version of him <laughs> is the version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, dude. Uh, th- thanks for being here. Listen, thanks Mark. David, Mark, Mark I- I'm glad that we went through the Mark David Chapman thing because I, yeah, I don't. There aren't enough facts to support anything, but I am completely entertained by the versions that exist that, like, there's more to it. Dude, the fucking doorman. I think the doorman had something to do with it. That's all. I 100% believe the doorman's in on it, which is crazy. That could and, be um, that could be a, a a continuation for the next time I come on. <laughs> I'm starving now. Yeah. Well, dude, yeah, thank Willie, you so can much. You shut up. Happy, <laughs> happy coronavirus. Thanks happy for being here. Happy coronavirus. Stay safe, guys. Thanks for having me. I really. Hey, thanks for being it. here. Thanks yeah. for listening, everybody. Remember, subscribe to our Patreon. Just go to Patreon.com/slash Real Life Sci-Fi. Two bonus episodes a week. And remember, just because you're paranoid doesn't mean they're not after you. Bye. <laughs>